Success you are destined for faster. If you are looking for growth in your business and life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Howard Kingston, the Growth Velocity Podcast. Hey everyone, Howard from Growth Velocity Academy and I want to share with you how to start a business. I want to teach you the three things in this session, how to launch a business. If you're the type of person that is always kind of deep down found, I want to have my own business. I don't want to be working for someone. I have some ideas. I just don't know how to do it. I want to share the three key things that I know you need to do. And I want to share with you at the end of the session, I'll also share with you like the one book I think if you read, it's going to dramatically increase the likelihood that you will succeed. All right. Now, I remember when I was growing up, I grew up on a farm in Ireland and, you know, my my dad milked cows and, you know, I didn't, I was so far away from the online world and digital and technology and stuff. You know, you look at someone like Steve Jobs, who was building computers um, in a garage, you know, as a teenager. I was definitely not like that, all right? And I really had to learn the hard way. I've launched many businesses over the last few years. And what I'm gonna share here is the exact method how I can launch a business now today, fast and successfully, and I'm really confident doing it. Whereas back then, the first time I launched a business, didn't go so well, right? My first business, I'd say we probably made, I don't know, maybe about you know, 20, 30K with. My second business, I probably made about 20, 30K again, but I took those lessons and I built on them and now I've since now I'm, I've been able to launch businesses and make way more, you know, to do really well financially. Um, I want to share that with you. OK, so tip number one is this is something I re- it took me a while to learn this. And I really if I could give this gift to you to do this, um, it's going to save you years of time. And tip number one is to scratch your own itch. All right. There's a saying, you know, if you have an itch and you need to scratch it, um, you've got, you know, you know, that's that feeling. Now, what a lot of people do when I chat to entrepreneurs thinking of starting a business, I work with a lot of startup accelerators, for example, and people have ideas for a business. And they're these like random ideas, maybe in an industry that they're not familiar with or, uh, you know, that that is they just don't have any what's called domain expertise in i really would uh, that's a big mistake i see people make and i'd really encourage you not to do that um like try and focus on something that you have a bit of a passion in a subject that you have a passion in um a problem that you've seen in the world that you want to fix that's what's called scratching your own itch and 
think about like I remember when I launched one of the one of my businesses I launched a holiday business many years ago to a market that I just knew nothing about and it just set me up it made it way way more difficult if you have a bit of domain expertise even either something you're passionate about or maybe something you've worked in that industry for a while you're going to have a competitive advantage over other people so if you can focus on that area you'll be set up it's a good thing to do right now if you're trying to come up with ideas in that in those domain expertise you can do something uh, I read a blog post from a guy called James Altucher a great blogger and he has this idea about building the idea muscle all right the idea muscle and coming up with ideas is just like any muscle you got to work it to build the muscle so what he recommends is every day uh, for 10 minutes every morning just get out a piece of paper and a pen and write down 10 ideas 10 ideas you're most excited about and just do that every single day and the reality is a lot of them will be crap ideas but in there if you do that for two three four weeks guess what you're going to have some great ideas in there and there's going to be some ideas you just keep on coming back to and going yes i'm excited about that i remember i did that when i was leaving my advertising business at ludio when i was stepping away from that to launch my, before i launched uh, growth velocity academy i was doing that i was right okay what are what ideas am i most excited about and it's really really useful so tip one is scratch your own itch tip number two is don't launch a business run an experiment okay now when a lot of people are thinking to launch a business they they get all like they build it up in their head it's like oh this i have to have this perfect idea and that you know i need to you know either start telling everyone i'm gonna launch a business and it builds up so much pressure now again i remember when i was when I was before I launched Growth Velocity Academy, I had just stepped away from my advertising, a successful advertising business, which is still is super successful today. And I was going to Mount Everest. I was going to do uh, Everest Base Camp, and I met up with a coach of mine, a name of a guy called Philip McKernan, an amazing guy. And I was chatting with him, and I was like, he was asking me, "Are you excited about?" Uh, going to Everest and I, I was like yeah but you know I really want to have my next business idea ready before I get down off the mountain and uh, he he just laughed at me and he said what pressure what if you didn't know what the idea was and I was like you know just enjoy it don't worry about it and instead of like putting all this pressure on this new idea I decided to actually you know not worry about it and when I got down off the mountain, I decided to take a different approach. And rather than like pressure that I have to have this perfect business idea, I decided to run 90 day experiments. Okay. And when I got down off the mountain, I said, listen, you know what? I don't know exactly what I want to do yet, but I know I'm excited about this thing, this idea I'm excited about. So don't forget, you just wrote down, you've been doing building your idea muscle yourself. So whichever idea you're most excited about, just pick one and go, right, you know what? I'm going to run an experiment for the next 90 days. Now, here's the beautiful thing about experiments, guys. You win either way. If the experiment goes well, and let's say you, you do something to launch the business and it goes well, great. You've now got some positive feedback and who knows, that might be your, your business idea. But guess what? Imagine it doesn't go well. Well, the great thing about an experiment is you learn either way that's why I love it 
is such a nice idea. So even if the, the experiment doesn't go well, you go, okay, well, I ran that for 90 days. I've learned I don't like that idea. You know, people don't like it or I actually, maybe people do like it, but you know what? That, that one's not for me. And then you can do another 90-day experiment. So just consider running a series of 90-day experiments every 90 days rather than putting, oh, this big idea, you know, pressure on yourself for coming up with the world's perfect idea. When in reality, if you think about all the successful businesses out there, very rarely does the initial business idea turn out to be exactly what people are working on a year or two later? It's always the way. So I consider, think about what is your next 90-day experiment. And then tip number three is create an NVT, an NMVT. Now that stands for a minimal, minimum viable test. Okay, now, what is a minimum viable test? Now, some of you who, who are into the world, a kind of startup world, might have heard of the term minimum viable product. Now, this is slightly different. This is like, I always, when I'm thinking of starting something new, I will always challenge myself and go, okay, how can I test if this is even a bit of a thing in the shortest amount of time? So think about even like a weekend or a week with the minimum amount of budget. All right, just to get some initial feedback on the idea that you've come up with. Because once you get some initial feedback from real customers, that's when you can kind of start figuring out, is this a real thing? Rather than just coming up with a, like a bit of a random idea that nobody wants, and then six months, a year down the line, uh, build a web website, get the you know get your logo ready, get your company set up, and then realizing a year later that nobody wants to buy it. Like that sucks. Trust me, I've done that in the past. I set up a holiday company and I spent loads of time um, you know, with the website and all this kind of stuff. And when I launched it, I didn't really get any, many customers. So you can do it a different way and try and market to people straight away. And that's with a minimum viable test. Now, this is something that a lot of people do. It's like Innocent Smoothies, you may have heard of, very successful smoothie company. They had an idea for smoothies and for a smoothie company. I guess, you know, now smoothies are everywhere, but back then they weren't. They were one of the first businesses that really made them famous. They went to a an event, a music festival, and they were making smoothies for people. And they famously had a sign above the smoothie table that said, should we quit our jobs to to start a smoothie business, start a business on these smoothies? And there was a, when people drank the drink, there was a yes bucket and a no bucket. And uh, people could vote with their drinks. And at the end of the session, at the end of the day, they saw that the yes bucket was full and the no bucket was empty. And that's just one great example. Okay, so what's a way you could run a minimum viable test? Get it out there to people as soon as possible. I'll give you another example, a personal example, how I started Growth Velocity Academy when we were launching it. We, you know, what, did people want digital marketing courses? We, you know, like, do they, did they actually want it? So we decided to run an event and we run a, ran a one, two hour event, okay, in a city. We picked a city, we picked the city of Beirut and uh, we decided to run one, two-hour event, you know, not a huge cost, like $25 or something, I forget how much, but that's not the point. The point is not to get rich from the minimum viable test. It's just to get an insight into how many people want to buy, like, do people want to buy this thing? 
and we ran the event and it was sold out huge success and that was that got us really motivated that you know what there's real demand for uh, digital marketing courses in these different cities okay um, and I could go on and on and on with other different examples but what I would recommend to you is think about I challenge you to consider how could you test your idea by putting it out to the market in the next week for almost no budget limit yourself on budget to maybe a hundred dollars if you want to run some ads or whatever but almost force yourself to go how if i had to promote this what what could i do you know maybe it's build a landing page maybe it's promote an event maybe you do do an event uh, you know, in, in today's world, if everyone's virtual, you could run a virtual event and just, you know, either charge a, a low amount or even do it for free and see how many people sign up for it. It's just something that gives you some forward momentum and get some real life feedback from people in the market. OK, so guys, what I've just been sharing is three ways that you can start a business and how to start a business. Tip number one is to scratch your own itch. Don't come up with some random idea you've no expertise in. Come up with something you have a bit of either passion or domain expertise in. Tip number two, don't start a business, run a 90-day experiment. It'll far, feel far freer, far less pressure. And tip number three is create an MVT, a minimum viable test. Something that you can test in the first week or two weeks to see, you know what, is there you know, a little bit of feedback off the market? Okay, and my kind of bonus tip for you is, guys, just start. Don't worry about it being too big. You know, don't worry about it not being a big thing. Like some people get all, you know, get all their ego takes over and they go, oh, no, it has to be a big business. And, you know, I have to have offices. I need to have business cards. Guys, don't worry about starting small. Just start. Just start. Okay. Now, at the start of the session, I also shared the one book I think everyone should read that will save them so much time and probably make the difference between you succeeding and not. And it's a book called The Lean Startup. The Lean Startup by a guy called Eric Ries. It's a Silicon Valley entrepreneur who had launched a really famously unsuccessful business he talks through the lessons and he creates this way to test things in the market that reduces your chance of failure it's kind of quite famous in silicon valley now and i i think it's essential reading anyone who's wanting to launch a business in today's world it's going to dramatically improve the likelihood of you succeeding which i want you to do Okay, so guys, if you know somebody who's thinking of launching a business, please do share this message with them and we can get this message out there and have as many entrepreneurs out there as we can. Okay, peace out and chat soon. That's it, guys. That is the Growth Velocity Podcast. I'm Howard Kingston. Thank you for listening. Now, as always, if you found this valuable, please, please subscribe to us and leave a rating and a review. The more that you do that, the more we will be able to impact more people. More people will hear about the show. And lastly, if you haven't already gotten a copy of our Growth Toolkit book, you can get that at growthvelocity.academy forward slash podcast, completely free of charge. It's just waiting for you and I'll see you in the next episode.